This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Wendy Presser at Magical Journeys Travel is proud to be a sponsor of the After Dark Podcast Network. Whether you've been to Disney one or a hundred times, there's still lots of planning involved. Let Wendy be the one on at midnight when your window opens to get that Be Our Guest reservation or that covers with Anna and Elsa fast parts for your own princess. Mention that you heard this ad on one of our podcasts and get $25 off your deposit with any trip package. Be sure to ask about her generous onboard credits for Disney Cruise Lines as well. Find her on Twitter at WPMagicJourneys or WPMagicJourneys.com. Universal After Dark, a universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. <sighs> you ready, Gail? I'm ready. Are we going to do uh, this? Yeah, now. Let's do it now. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Hi, and oh. welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm Amanda, your host, as usual, and it's just me and one other person today. So I'm joined by Arkrieg. All right, Gail, Gail. Just the two of us. Eating Smarties in the sand, just the two of us. <laughs> That's it, it's just two of us today, we're, we're lonely and everyone hates us. Yeah. Not Chris really. Ripley, where are you? He yeah, hasn't even Chris been Ripley. on this since he got back from Alani. I know, you know what? Alula Alani has changed him. Yeah. Jurassic Park footprints have changed them. <laughs> well, a little hater. I'm but gonna knock, I'm going to knock him out in there in, in September. Do it. Knock, knock him right out. We had planned to do this episode today for a reason, though, and that was because the Halloween Horror Nights countdown ended yesterday. So, in my head, and probably in a lot of people's heads too. We were all like, this is going to be a really big announcement. The end of the countdown is going to come and it's going to be something major. So I planned this episode for today. We don't usually record on Fridays. And nothing <sighs> happened. Oh, it was bizarre. It was the right. I'm going to rewind a little bit. So it was over a month ago now that they put the new website up and they put the count the countdown timer on they never actually specified that there was going to be an announcement at the end of the countdown but that's kind of what everything was leaning towards why wouldn't it be so the countdown timer was the same everywhere in the world from what i could gather somewhere in orlando would post the countdown timer and it looked the same as mine however then a few days ago we had Ash vs. Evil Dead announced. So on our last episode, you broke Craig that 
it was going to be announced and then there was an issue so it wasn't going to be announced yeah but then it got announced a few days after that so that announcement came the website went down for the soul collector part that we were talking about last week and when it came back up the countdown timer was saying that it was going to end at 11 a.m uk time and also 11 a.m eastern time and 11 a.m central time so it was 11 o'clock for everyone around the world pretty much and was he well that made no sense because then i tweeted out yesterday morning that my countdown timer has like two hours left on it but everyone else has had like eight hours seven or eight hours so i'm like is the uk gonna get an announcement first because that makes no sense if that's gonna happen because we I just leak it every, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we just screenshot it and show everyone so that makes no sense, so this is surely a glitch. But anyway, I was curious about it, so I watched the countdown, get to eleven o'clock, get to the um get to eleven o'clock, and as it got to zero, a screen flashed up just saying your soul's been collected. And I was like, Daddy. Brilliant. I like kind of kind of knew that anyway. Thanks, Halloween Horror Nights. I felt but, a little tickle. Yeah, and my soul was gone. Exactly, but at the same time, I thought to myself, "Duh, obviously nothing's going to happen, Amanda, because it's going to be at eleven o'clock Florida time." So I carried on with my day, and I watched the, the countdown tick down until four o'clock our time, eleven o'clock Florida time, and the exact same thing happened. And I was like, is this real life? So we're expecting everything at this point. That's what I was expecting. Yeah, honestly, I'd recorded a video the the day before. And it was my Ash vs. Evil Dead video, which I've actually decided I'm not releasing now. I'm going to just combine two videos together. But in that video, I'm like... I know. But I've got a story about that. I'll get into that in a little bit. But in that video, I'm like... I don't know whether this is going to be one really big announcement or whether it's going to be an entire reveal or because there's six different boxes on the Soul Collectors part of the website, is there going to be a reveal every week for the next six weeks? Because that would lead us nicely up to the event. I just didn't know it was going to happen, but I knew it was going to be something really cool. And then nothing. (laughs) It's got to be that now. It's got to be. Yeah. But when? It's going to be, if it was Friday, it's going to be every Friday. I just, I just really honestly don't know what's going on. I really don't know what's going on. But then, as if to rub salt in the wounds of everybody in the UK, what they did bring out was a sweepstakes where you could win I think it was a three or a four night vacation for Halloween. Don't tell me it's USA only. USA only. What's the point in that? I entered that. Not only USA only though, Craig. But if I was to win, if if it was open to the UK and I was to win a four day holiday now in September or October and I hadn't already booked my vacation, how, how could I explain that to work? Hey, I know that I've got like a month a month's notice and everyone's already put their holidays in and their annual leave in but yeah I just need like a surprise four days off now I would never be able to get that time off work this late do you think this whole like do you think we're getting played here basically and we're in 
a real life horror film at the moment. I feel like I'm in a bit of the Truman Show. I keep, oh, I keep feeling like I'm getting punked. Yeah, I think it, it. This is the ultimate market employ. I can't decide. I honestly, right? I can't decide whether they're doing something really, really clever, or they don't know what they're doing. I or think they know exactly wrong. what they're doing. I honestly cannot decide. And one minute I'm really angry, and then I'm like, oh no, this this is good because look how fuming everybody is. It's creating loads of excitement and disappointment, but at least people are talking about it. And suspense. Yeah, but then how much suspense is too much suspense? Well, you've seen it follows. Oh, well. Mm. That was a lot, a lot of suspense, as our silly used to say. <laughs> That's a lot, a lot of suspense. I just um, I just honestly, I feel so baffled. And at, at four o'clock yesterday, the whole Halloween Horror Nights community was up in arms on Twitter. Okay, but so what we do know, right? So you're going to give these a thumbs up or a thumbs down? American Horror Story. Thumbs up. Shining. Thumbs up. Ash versus Evil Dead. Okay, right. I think this is going to be a dead good house. This is going to be a really good house. I've only seen about three or four episodes of season one so far. Not because I don't like it, just because there's so many TV shows going on right now. Like Game of Thrones has just started again. I started watching Riverdale. And I'm, I've just got a lot of TV shows on the go. But I do love the Evil Dead films, so I know that I'm going to enjoy this house anyway, and that's why I'm not really in a crazy rush to watch it. Because I know I, I've seen none of them. I've seen all the films, but I've seen none of the series. I skipped over it a couple of years ago when they come out. I was like, meh, looked a bit shit. I'm not bothering. I don't know if it's the, the phenomenon. I don't think it deserves a house, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Two series on, and it's like, mm, I haven't heard, like The Walking Dead, when that was announced initially, everybody was off their heads because the whole planet was Walking Dead mad. Is everyone Ash versus Evil Dead mad? You know what? I was talking to one of my friends about this the other day, and they haven't been to Halloween Horror Night yet, but they are going this year, and they're super into horror films. And I was like, I have heard a rumour about Ash versus Evil Dead, like we talked about it on the podcast last week, and blah blah blah. And what would you think of that game to to it? Like, it's going to be your first time. Would that interest you? And they were like, haven't really seen a lot of the TV show, but I like the films enough that it wouldn't matter. And I was like, I feel the same. And I, I'm getting that impression from a lot of people that I don't think it matters. Yeah, I mean, I know absolutely nothing about the TV show. The films are obviously very linear. They tell a story, the cabin, blah, blah, blah. But what's the TV series about? Is it just... Is it is it a brand new mini film every episode? Or is it one long story? So far, it's looking like it's one long story, kind of. And it, it's referencing back to the film. Right, okay, it's, so... It's good so far. It's funny. Funny. Mm. It's funny, and it's like, I say it's more funny than horror. 
so this is the comedy house then yeah i I mean i've seen quite a few people comparing it to what they hoped the krampus house would be krampus was my favorite house last year so if if people are going to compare it to krampus um i'm all for that because i think it'll that'll be a good house but i'm into horror comedy anyway and i think that ash is such a recognizable character and you know they've said that the cabin's going to be in there as well and I just think this is going to make a good house no matter what. I'm not going to be disappointed. I I don't think, listening back to Halloween Hot Nights 25 that I recorded then, there was a couple of houses there that just didn't hit the mark uh, for me and Stuart as we went through them. Nothing I've heard so far has disappointed me in any way, shape or form. Up to now, it's going to be a majestic year, definitely. I agree. I mean, I was listening to, um, the I think it was the latest episode of Scares on the other day, and Chris had said he'd had a question from a guy who was like, you know, it's like having a music festival and you don't know the lineup of it. I feel like us people from the UK, and if you're, if you're traveling over from a, another country, we don't really have that luxury anyway, because we tend to have to book our flights or our hotels sometimes a year before so a lot of the time we get back in October and we book it again in November or December so we never know what's going to come yeah I was very much like that this year again blank canvas I've just booked it yeah Um, it could come back and bite me on the bum we'll always go no matter what we'll always go yeah. It's just nice to have the hype that we usually have. I think it's a weak excuse uh, of Volcano Bay opening. Yeah. Because, yes, it's a massive undertaking to open a brand new theme park. I'm not trying to diminish the um, what they've done there. But how, I, I can't for a, one minute imagine the Halloween Horror Night people aren't the same Volcano Bay people. They must be different people. That's it, even if the teams cross over a little bit. I honestly feel like maybe they wanted to try something like how it was years ago where because we, we have been spoiled the last few years where we've we've had a whole lead up to the event and we've had announcements in May and June. But before that we would just have one night, maybe a month before where everything had get announced, or we'd have an interactive website with just clues. And then there'd be a big announcement. So maybe they were going for something like this again. But also wanted to to release things like The Shining and American Horror Story and Ash vs. Evil Dead. I just don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. Does it warrant... I mean, have we got an icon? Is it a brand new icon? Is the soul well, collector a person? That's it. No, I, I, I wish that if, if they were going to do it this way, where... We do get one big late announcement or a run of really late announcements. Give us more backstory on the soul collecting thing. You don't have to release any houses. Just maybe make the website a bit more interactive. Give, just give us more of a story about it. Who is a soul collector? What's the story about it? I do That's like it. I like, you see, the soul collector, that is, um, it's not really being done, has it? You know, it's not a vampire, it's not a werewolf, it's not a zombie. 
it's another avenue of horror to go down. It's almost like a demented, isn't it? Mm. You know, so is that going to be a thing? Is this is this going to literally blow people's socks off this year? Is this going to be Harry Potter does because he did it in um, the Far East, didn't he, last year? Mm-hmm. So dementors do take take your souls. They take all that. Is it the soul or the happiness? What did he suck out of you? Your soul, I think. I'm having that. We have we've broken <laughs> Halloween <laughs> Horror Nights. Yeah. Oh my goodness, we've we've unlocked the code. <laughs> Two little scouse divvies in a shed in Vazach have unlocked the code. You're welcome everyone. Cheers. <laughs> drink, drink whiskey by the way. But honestly, I, I think that the entire community is going crazy. We're like we're, we're grasping at straws because we've got nothing nothing to We've got no clues. That's why this is the greatest marketing ploy that they've ever done. We are living a real-life horror film at the moment. We are. I just, I honestly just wish that there was something at the end of that countdown. Anything. There was. You got a wallpaper for your phone. Well, I didn't like that wallpaper as much as the wallpaper I got in the beginning. Did you enter the sweepstake? No, because straight away, as soon as I posted it, like, Halloween Horror Nights, I've already paid for my vacation. I don't want a free vacation. I want an announcement. Um, Greg was like, we can't enter anyway because it's for Americans only. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. Just go and enter it. Because you you, you can get to upload your face as if if you're getting grabbed in by that fella. (sighs) Did you know that? You're not happy, are I've, you? I've seen everyone posting that, but I'm, a, I'm in a bad mood about it. You know why I'm in a bad mood? Because I was I was away yesterday, right? And I was so excited about this announcement that I thought was going to happen that I drove home. And to make sure that I was home for the time of the announcement so I could get home and make a video super quick and prepare myself for this episode so that I could tell everyone about it and what I thought about each of the announcements that I thought was going to come. And I arrived back at to my house at one minute to four. And I was like, oh. yes, I've made it. And I was so excited, ran inside the house, watched the timer go down, and it was like, uh, nothing. Yeah, but pint glass half full. Come on, let's be happy about it. Okay, you know what? I am, I am sick of being negative about it, because either way, I'm still going. I'm going to yeah. go every year. But... I, I do. Ju- I wish there was just something there. If there was some, if it was anything, I would have been happy. Even just saying, "Hey, you know what? Academy of Villains are actually coming back this year, or Bill and Ted is in fact going to be there again, which I already know is going to be there. It's there every year." But them just confirming something would have been better than nothing. But we are still going to be there. We are still going to have a dead good time. We've got a dead good announcements so far. So we're lucky, really. Yeah, we're spoiled. We are. These are Marks and Spencer's first world problems. They are. This is like me skinny Mackie Latte Latte. He hasn't got any vanilla fucking syrup in. Isn't he? We'll get over it. So I tell you, when the announcer follows next week, you'll be looking at me going, that man is a genius. 
I wonder if like how that what is going to be inside this house. It's just going to be like a naked Native American Indian on the top of a roof, and then a naked pensioner. And then people get then... trying to get rid of it. Exactly. Getting, just getting jiggy left, right, and centre. Okay, so if you could have any the... house, what would you pick? Anything. That's a real tough one for me because I, I historically I haven't watched a lot of horror films, and my ultimate would be Halloween because that was what I used to watch when I was about ten. Uh, and the Evil Dead. Now I've seen the the new Evil Dead in twenty three, and I've missed Halloween and Halloween two. So purely selfishly, I'd like to see one of them come back, but. Uh, for the event, I don't like to see repeats. So, um, I'd like to see something fucked up, like Planet of the Apes. But yeah, yeah, or just something really, oh, real life, like so, like um. The page is as close to real life as you're going to get, type of thing. Because it's not demons, it's just an alternative reality. I like that type of stuff. Hmm. So, I don't think there's anything out there. Hello. You know what? I feel like I'm one of the minority that really doesn't mind when things get repeated. It gutted me to see American Werewolf in London again. I can't believe that because that made me so happy. <sighs> but it was because I the film. I adore the film, but I hadn't seen it for twenty years, mm. and I, I watched it purely because I was going back, and I haven't watched it since. But I just, you know, it was wow. That is a piece of freaking art. That loved it. And to walk through the house the first time was absolutely amazing. And the, don't get me wrong, the second time wasn't bad, but I knew it. it. It sounds silly. It was like watching, putting the film on again. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I love American Werewolf in London. And I, I live kind of near Yorkshire now. And so there's a pub that I call Werewolf Pub, that's in the middle of the Yorkshire Moors, there's nothing else around it, and I swear blind that the film location was based on this pub, and it, it wasn't, so they say, but I still think that it is, because honestly, it's in the middle of nowhere, it's always foggy, and it, it just looks identical to what's on the film, and I go there like every other week, even though it's like 40 minutes away, it's my favourite place to go, and I loved the film, and I loved that it was there twice. I loved Halloween being there, I loved Halloween 2 being there, and I would not have a problem with Halloween 1 and 2 being there this year. Both of them? Both of them. Double house. A super giant house. I, For me, I'd, I'd be made up, I'd be slightly disappointed for everyone else, but... Um... But, like, my friend that I was talking about earlier, who was going the first time this year, they're devastated that Halloween's not going to be there. And I was like, mate, it's it's 
very, very likely that it's not going to be there. And they're devastated about it. So it's yeah. people like that that don't get to go every year. And that's why, I'm, you know, yeah, sometimes it's not the best to have a repeat, but what if there was a house that you wanted to see so, so much and you just couldn't make it that year? Yeah, I mean, I've I've literally missed both Halloween houses because they were... But then, you know, a Nightmare on Elm Street house, it's, I'm guessing it's been done in the past. It obviously has. But, mm. yeah, I'd love to see one of them. Did you not do Freddy versus Jason? Yeah, did he? Oh. But it wasn't a nightmare on Elm Street House. You know, so um the Alien House. That was disappointing, wasn't it? I believe. Ash loved it. Ash really, really liked it. I'm not big on Alien versus Predator. Like I'm not I'm not like crazy into it. I can appreciate that as a good film. Like, I can appreciate that Alien's a good film, but it's a good film. I appreciate that. It's just not 100% my cup of tea. And I walked through it knowing that it was a good house. But it just didn't blow me away. But at the same time, if that came back this year, I'd be delighted about that. One of the scariest films as a kid for me what growing up was The Fog, Stephen King. Hmm. Now, you've got The Shine, and what if they had more Stephen King? What if it was... The, the year of the king. Exactly, whatever it was, what if we had it? <sighs> so what if that is what it's all about? That's why this hasn't all, you know, it's all going to be this great big festival of Stephen King. That would be so cool. Imagine walking through that fog. Oh my God. Just these little hands coming out and all that. <laughs> It will be terrifying. But I'd love to see something like House of a Thousand Corpses. Did you watch that when, when I did my thing? Yeah, I did, yeah. Remind okay. me about it, though. So it's the one where they go to the they go to the roadside attractions and then... Und- yeah. And it's all Classic weird and film, all that. fucked up. It's crazy, yeah. and I think that would make a sick house. Yeah. Absolutely. You're walking through them tunnels... It would be mental. Yeah, I loved it. But I also loved the one that had been remade and I had to go and watch the original on YouTube to find it. The town that dreaded sundown. Yeah, because that he was horrible in. My all-time number one favourite house. Like, that's what I've always, always wanted forever. Since I first went to Halloween Horror Nights, I was like, I would love the town that dreaded sundown to be one because you could. it would be... So cool. So cool. Well, you can just see the origins of a lot of modern horror icons from that film, can't you? Yeah, that's it. Like, it's it's one, it's one the original slasher. Yeah. It just had a bag on his head. Yeah. And it's so, like, there's such cool scenes in that film. Even in the, the, the remake or the, you know, the... What what did I call it? A, me- a meta sequel. Yeah. Um, there's so many cool things they could do, and it's such a basic film as well. It's such a basic story, but would make a very good house, I think. I adored Krampus. That was in your top um, films to watch, wasn't it? Yeah. And my, I would, I'd be sorry, but 
he would never do it because he did it last year. But I would love to have gone through that Krampus house. Krampus was... But you know what, right? You know that, that guy that I had to block on Twitter? The one that kept yeah. posting the trick-or-treat stuff? Yeah. Okay, so there's... everyone the player. Talking about the flute player. He comments on everything. And I, I do nothing against him. I'm sure that he's a super, super nice guy. But I couldn't post anything without getting a tweet back straight away saying trick or treat's gonna be a scare zone trick or treat's coming telling horror nights blah 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 and i'm like okay mate i get it uh, all right but it was all day every day so I, I had to just block him for a little bit and i'll unblock him again soon but um i would love trick or treat to come and you'd like that if you if you think that you wanted to go in the krampus house i think that you'd like that I've raged against Machine because he's told me I want to see Trick or Treat. I don't want to see Trick or Treat. I've never seen the film. All I want is him uh, in his own house, just hundreds of them. Oh, my God. Playing the flute. Just playing the flute and doing retweets and heart and tweets. That would be my idea of a house. I've got a feeling Insidious. I love Insidious. I think Insidious will be back. And I haven't seen Insidious 3. And I believe it was a bit disappointing. Yeah, but one right. and two really shit me up. All of them scare me, honestly. Like, all, all, all of them do. And the Insidious house that we had a couple of years ago, was that was one of my favourite houses. But you know what? It wouldn't bother me if The Walking Dead come back. I said this the other day and got proper attacked for it properly attacked i was like you know what i actually really like walking dead and i wouldn't bother if it came back and straight away it got a private message like what are you crazy why do you think that people want to see walking dead again and i was like i'm not saying that people want to see walking dead again i'm saying i wouldn't be bothered because since that last house we've had negan yeah like imagine him in a house oh imagine that iconic scene of the end of the second you know, two series ago where he's about to bludgeon one of the heads in yeah oh, and imagine. previously they haven't been able to use the characters so what if they signed something that said that they can use them and we got scenes like that you know it's it's about to celebrate its 100th episode in October it deserves to be there whether it should be there or not I would skip through that house. I mean, I'm I'm not saying that I really hope that it does come back because I don't, but I just would I wouldn't be upset if it did come back. I'd, I'd be kind of happy. Really. For me, and I've only ever done two Halloween horror nights. Twenty three, all the all the um, scare zones were Walking Dead. Yeah. And 25, obviously, I think it was the biggest house he'd ever done. I think they did bigger, though, last year, didn't he? With yeah. The Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights will not be the same without that music playing on loop. And I don't care what you say, that music hits the spot for me. Yeah, that that music fits so well at the event. So, so well. I don't you think you are in Halloween Horror Nights. You are. That mu- music is playing. You don't know what to expect. You could get a zombie coming out of that. 
uh, fog, it's just go with it. What if they did Fear the Walking Dead then? Okay, I haven't seen any of that, so I I don't know what the story is with that. Is it just in a different place? It's the origin story of The Walking Dead. Oh, right, okay. So these zombies are fresher. So they're just dead, literally, and they're faster. They're a lot less zombified. They're obviously just people that have gone a bit white and have got a bog eye, a bit like yourself. Yep, that's bad me to a T. So it's basically bog eye Boston trying to rip your throat out. Awesome. So what's wrong with that? Fast, horrible zombie bastards just trying to kill you. Just do it. Fear the walking dead. Honestly, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't be bothered. Really wouldn't be bothered if it came back or if it came back as Fear the Walking Dead. Honestly, really don't mind. Would prefer something new, but Walking Dead's good. It's it's a good show. People like it, and realistically, it draws in people who might not usually come to things like Halloween Horror Nights because they're fans of the show. Same with other big IPs. I prefer original houses. But the big IP is bringing people in, and that's obviously what we want, so the event can keep getting bigger and bigger. What if they had a Simpsons Halloween? What's that called? Treehouse of Horror. Treehouse of Horror. I would love that. I don't know how it would work, but it would be majestic. You see, there's there's always a drama every year, isn't there? Something always pulls out last minute. We just don't find out about it. We obviously do find out little bits and bobs, like the page uh, replaced Scream. What if Scream can come in this year? You know what, right? I what, I finished watching Scream TV show a few months ago, and I actually really enjoyed it. I thought I was going to hate it, and the first few episodes, I was like, this is the absolute worst. But it's because... I was expecting it to be like the films. But once I separated it, I actually really enjoyed it. And that's what the house was going to be based on, wasn't it? It was going to be based on the TV show and not the film. From what I remember. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. I, I wish that it would have happened now. And then I what do a- like the Purge, though. I, I'm a really big fan of the Purge. The Purge for me could happen tomorrow. Yeah, that's why I like it so much because I know that it could be real and it scares me. Yeah. But I really enjoy all the Purge films. So if the Purge was to come back again this year, I I would not be bothered with that either. I would enjoy that actually. And the Purge is basically nothing. It's just a few fellas with a few chainsaws, a few guns and a few machetes. That's it. And plus, if we get this free mid Blumhouse mashup house which we talked about in the last one we could have things like insidious and the purge again because it'd be in a mashup house so it'd be cool things that we know work and that we know that we like but with a different twist in it because it'd be in a mashup see when they say they break up them sets they don't do the they keep the iconic scenes and use them again mm. they mm-hmm. certainly do what else do you want to talk about, Amanda? 
Okay, well, let's talk about your exciting trip that you've got coming up. I want to hear everything that you want to do. Condensed. Um, well, we're flying in next Thursday. So nice I'm jelly. I'm well gel. And we're going straight to Walmart or Super Target. Ooh, I like Super Target. Super Target is a step above, isn't it? Yeah, it's posh. It's posh. The the toilets in Super Target are just to die for. <laughs> um, and then we're going to check in at the Hard Rock Hotel. And all our tickets come for the holiday uh, this week. So oh. somebody's got to go to Will Call to get the Universal tickets. So I was going to ask you, Boston White, mm-hmm. can I just go and get everyone's tickets? Um, it depends what it says on the ticket and where you got your tickets from. Things like, I know, like, I order real-life tickets. Yes. So I don't get your tickets, I get real ones. Um, but when I get my Halloween Horror Nights frequent fear tickets I have to everyone has to take their ID to will call to get them because it says your name on the back of it I it's an e-ticket but I'm fairly certain it says the person who made the booking or the card that made the booking but I'll have to I'll read it I'm hoping that the kids can go in the pool and I'll just go to will call and I'm going to get my ticket and try and upgrade it to an annual pass. Yes. Because a mere six weeks later, oh no, well, six weeks from now, I'll be going back, won't I? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll be missing Amanda by about four days. I'm so gutted. That would have been boss, that Scouse was on tour. So, I mean, day one of our, our four days in Universal is going to be obviously the, the first day of the holiday wake up at four o'clock in the morning, because that's what you do. Um, try and get a bit of breakfast inside us and get there for rope drop. Uh, and we'll just smash Universal, probably. I don't have, you know, we, we don't have any rhyme or reason. We're going to go to Harry Potter. We're going to come out to Harry Potter, start at the back of the park, express pass it to, to fuck, and um, probably back at the hard rock in the pool by about two o'clock. Mm, I love the hard rock pool. Maybe get a bucket of beer. Yes. Off the top of my head, you get you get about seven bottles or six bottles in it, I think. Mhm. For about fifty dollars, off the top of my head, can't remember, but do a few of them in, <laughs> and then the next day it, it's just the other park. There's a few things that we haven't done. We've never seen the cinematic spectacular. Mhm. So we're going because we've got a baby in the party. The baby's going to go to bed and have a little nap. Um, our little Rose, she's just turned one, and I'm sure she'll go and have a little lie down. So we'll be able to elong. We we'll, we can all rest because of the baby type of thing, and we'll be able to go back into the parks um, to see that type of stuff because we've literally never ever seen it. So I'm actually I know it's a bit of a yeah like show but i'll be excited to see because i've never seen it. you know what it, it's it's really well put together i think yeah it, it is a good show it's just 
they uh, they could make it a lot bigger, I think. But it's still good. Still worth watching. So the next day is obviously going to be Islands of Adventure. And again, it's Potter first. And then just Islands, there isn't an awful lot to do. Well, really. I mean, you can ride Jewel and Dragons really quick before they close it. We're going to ride. I'm going to get... I hate Jewel and Dragons because I'm an old man now. But I'm going to do it because I'll never get a chance to do it again. Mm-hmm. So I always ride one of them and say I'm going to ride the other <laughs> one and then just go, no. But I'll make sure to ride both of them. Yeah, I'm so jealous. No, so... <sighs> Yeah, and I, I can't even say I'll I'll Facebook live from it because I can't. I'll Facebook live from outside it. I'm pointing it. Um, and then I think we did the crazy golf last time we went, and I think we did. I think it was the alien one. So our Eve wants to do the haunted house one. Oh, the haunted house one's the best one. Exactly. So much fun. So, so we're going to probably go, go and do that. And then the next day, the third day, is penciled in as um, a pool day. Oh. So we're going to use the pool as a base, and people who want to go and go into the parks have got the freedom. So me and Eve might go off and go and do whatever we want. Yeah. Um, or the Lucas family might go off or the Taylor family because we're going in two families so there might be little little factions all going off just doing whatever and then on that's the Sunday and that's where we've got our character breakfast booked oh how exciting exactly and that is uh, in the islands dining room in the Royal Pacific so it's not the one in the park, it's in the one in the Royal Pacific. Oh. So, <laughs> full review of that. I'm going to try and video it. I'm um, excited that. Well, if you talk to uh, the orange-headed buffoon, he will always tell you that a universal character breakfast is a lot more intimate than a Disney one, which is a bit more like a, um, what's it, a conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. The universal ones tend to be a lot more relaxed. So I'm actually quite looking forward to that. The, the videos I've watched of it, um, one of the videos was a Japanese family, and they were the only ones in there. Okay. And they they had the characters to themselves. All their kids were dressed like minions. And they, and they all had fart guns. <laughs> That's so funny. And all the characters were there interacting with them. So Groot comes out and he's stealing the fart guns off them. And they literally had the, all the ca- characters to themselves. Wow. So re- really looking forward to that. So, and then the last day is check out. And later on in the holiday, towards the end of the holiday, we've got Volcano Bay uh, booked. Yeah. We've got a we've got a cabana. So fancy. I know. It's just so swish. Um however it's a s the literally the, I've spoke to Lee, who spoke to Matt Corn, who spoke to several people, um, 
and basically they house six people and no more. And when we made the booking and they took our payment, I explained the situation. That was eight of us, and one of them was a baby, and one of them was a seven-year-old, and a woman, because it was so new, and it was, you know, it was so not even open yet. They were still painting it. She she was like, oh, yeah, well, we'll just take the booking and we'll just see what happens. Since that that's happened, apparently they're not letting you. Uh, have eight people in a six-seater cabana. So we're going to have issues with that. I yeah, think we're going uh, How's this going to work? Because are they just going to make the baby and seven-year-old sit outside? Well, that's what I'd do, to be fair, to prove a point, you know, because they're not going to... The baby obviously doesn't exist in respect of it's got no Rose has got no park tickets, no reservations. Yeah, she doesn't. She's not in any of the dining reservations. Do you know what I mean? So she, it's only literally the seven-year-old. And if they used a bit of common sense, like Disney does, Disney charge you twenty-five dollars, I think it is, or fifty dollars per extra seat, and they'll put extra seating into the cabana. You know, I, I honestly feel like once you get there, Universal are going to look after you. I, I, I think so. I understand that you're not you're not trying to fit eight adults into a six adult cabana. Definitely. I, I, I feel like it won't be an issue. I think I think they'll they'll do the right thing. I'd like to see common sense. You know, Disney will give you the extra towels with the extra two people because you are paying. You do pay. Then the at Disney they give you free refillable mugs because you're in a cabana, so you can go to all the drink stations and get free soft drinks all day. Um, you get free water and stuff like that. So if Universal aren't doing that, I think maybe it's something they need to look at mm. ju- just to get a little tiny, 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 tiny little bit more money out of it. I'd like to think listening to Jim Hill and Len Tester on uh, the Tour and Plans podcast um, accommodation and um, bookings at Disney are down. Oh, wow. There's, I can't remember. I think it was Colorado Springs has actually come up on some budget website. Oh, really? Um, yeah. For, and it's like $70 a night or something crazy like that. Wow. So, and this is like $120 a night with discounts type hotel, apparently. I might be getting that all wrong. I'm half pissed. I've had a load of whiskey, but um, so I'd be interested to see if Universal's bookings are down because, from what I'm hearing, Volcano Bay's at capacity every day. That's it. I mean, you've got the new towers at Cabana Bay. I can't see Universal being down hotel-wise. And then you've got all the Halloween Horror Nights bookings coming in. No, I, I honestly can't see Universal bookings being down at all. Now, Universal, in the last two weeks of August, tends to empty out mm. because a lot of Americans go back to school. However, this holiday, we front-loaded our holiday with Universal to start with, and we're doing Volcano Bay in the last week of the holiday just to give us a break from Disney. Yeah. Um, so on the day we check out, we are potentially, because you get early park access to Volcano Bay, don't you? Uh-huh. 
So we're potentially going to go to Volcano Bay for a couple of hours and smash some of the rides in, get a feel for the place for when we do go back to the cabana. That'll be good. That's a good idea. Um, Ride-wise, I mean, I can't wait to do Kong. I absolutely, after watching that film, and I know it's not based on the film, but that film is a phenomenal King Kong film. Is it? Oh, haven't you seen it, Amanda? No, for once I haven't seen a film. <laughs> Friggin' hell, girl. The opening um, sequence just literally sets, you, sets it up. It's perfect. Is it out on DVD? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's 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 got the soundtrack. It's seventies. It's very much Vietnam. All right. And I think they, from what I remember, the the soldiers in it, without giving anything away, are going home from Vietnam, and they get called out to go and do this secret mission oh. before they go home. That's as much as I'll say. <laughs> And it's a real shame that the ride isn't based on the film, but it's also good because it makes the ride timeless, whereas the film will date. That is true. The, the ride will never date. I hope they sort out some of the problems that you've highlighted, yeah. and I'd be very interested. Where would you sit? Um, I'd say from the middle... Anywhere in the middle, back. Can you take a one-year-old on it? Um, I don't think so. Okay. So it does. Is there a bit of throwing you around then? It's a little bit jiggly. Okay, that's why then, isn't it? I think that the, I'm sure that there is a minimum height requirement, but it's very short because there's no restraints or anything, but I don't think that you can have, like, a baby on your knee. Okay. I don't think... I haven't seen it anyway. I'll have a look. We'll have a look. Yeah. And the other thing... Um, everybody's talking about the tight bands. Yeah. About the t- I can't wait. I can't to, wait to hear what you think about it. Because I watched Tim Tracker go in there again the other day in the rain... And he just, all the crowds, all the uproar and everything has died down about it now. And it just seems like a mellow place to go and walk around and look a bit of the history of the Tonight Show and all that type of stuff. Look at all the displays and then leisurely, you know, you know, your colour gets called out and in you go. I just can't wait to just get in there, that air conditioning and just, he's, he's just, oh. I've fallen in love with Jimmy Fallon. I love Jimmy Fallon so much. Honestly, he makes me laugh. James Corden would still battle him. Uh, He definitely wouldn't. That'd be funny. (laughs) But I think you'll really like this, you know. I can't wait to go back to go on it again. I just... It's the same ride every time, isn't it? Yeah. And the 3D's pretty crisp, from what I've been told... Yeah. yourself and others you see that for me makes it a three if you, it's got to be 3d it's got to be perfect mm-hmm. so yeah 
they're the two big ones because I haven't seen either of them. I can't wait to see um, just the building of the Fast and the Furious. I know we'll be able to ride it until next year, and we're not going next year, so it'll be 2019 when I do ride it. But that building looks vast. Yeah, it looks gigantic. Like our Luke went and did us a video, and looks really cool and gigantic. I've got to say, the videos that our Luke has been putting out, he is absolutely smashing it. Luke's such an angel. He's, I love he, Luke so much. He's 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 learning his trade while he's vlogging for us. And you can see his progression with every vlog. They're getting better and better. Yeah. They're brilliant. I can't believe we've got somebody local who can just go and just go and do what he does. And Luke's coming on on next week's episode. I'm dead excited about that. Yeah, we've got him booked in. I won't be there. No, you're just being Orlando, so whatever. We're on your way. What day? What day are you recording with? We're recording on Wednesday, so you'll be having a nice early night before you fly out. (laughs) Oh my god, right. You know what time the flight the flights are? Yeah. We're on the early flight. Mm-hmm. We're literally getting picked up at half four in the morning. You know what? Ever I get the same time flight that you do. And everyone's always like, Oh my god, why do you go you have to go that early, don't you? You don't have a choice. That's like that's by the time you you've gone from Liverpool to the airport and then you've got to go check in go through security you have to get there that early well this is our first time flying premium economy with virgin oh yes i'm expecting yeah i'm expecting like 300 movies to pick from (laughs) what if it's like one extra i'll be slightly disappointed (laughs) There was there was one year, right, we flew with Thomas Cook and we were premium economy and our Grace was 18 months old and she had one of them um, cups, like not a sippy cup, but like it was a straw. But you've mm. seen them, you've, you've probably got one where you fold the straw away in the lid yeah. and then you pop it out and the straw goes for doing and pops up like a little um, jobby. Right, but dying like that. So we've took off and we're flying through the air with the greatest of ease, like that. And our Grace wants a drink. So I reached down. Now we'd filled it because we'd gone into the first class lounge and all that, whatever. Because uh, with our bank account, you get to go in the lounges. It's not a first class lounge, it's a freaking hellhole, but whatever. <laughs> We'd filled it with pure orange juice, right? Because she liked pure orange juice at the time. So we literally, she goes like that, with a straw. The straw goes, sticks up. And then, because we were in a pressurised cabin, it ejaculated fucking (gasps) pure orange juice all over the ceiling of the aeroplane directly in front of the three people sitting in front of us, not over us, in front of the three people sitting all over us. <laughs> and then it rained pure orange juice on all over them. And oh the woman God. had 
I just had her hair done. She turned round and that's what she said. Oh my God, I've just had my hair done. Like that. And then, because our Grace wasn't two, she didn't have a seat. So she had to sit on Kerry's knee. Right? And as as we we were mortified, we cleaned it all up, we apologised and all that profusely, blah, blah, blah. And then as we settled down and we'd said our sorries and everyone was all happy, the woman in front put her seat back and the seat come back onto Kerry and the baby. Right? And there was literally half an inch gap. <gasps> and uh, Kerry, Kerry went, uh, could you put your seat forward, please? I've got a baby on my knee. And uh, do you know what the woman said? What? No. <gasps> like that. Uh, what? And we bumped into them all holiday. <gasps> no way. It was horrific. Jaws, Jaws was still there. And we were in the Jaws queue with them. Literally, they were the people in front of us on the Jaws queue. And she was a little bitch and fucking ignored us all the way through the queue. The husband was one of them little sheepish little fellas who kept letting on to us and going, Hello. Hello. You're the gobshite who got pure orange juice all over me. And ruined my wife's hair. His boss. You know what? I never put my seat back on the plane. Well, actually, I'm lying. I do. But only when those people that fly virgin will know what I'm talking about yet. I book my seats upstairs. Mm, in and the, I the book bubble. In the bubble. And I book the back row. Oh. So that I can recline my seat and there's nobody behind me. Because I hate it when someone reclines their seat onto me. Because I can't sleep very well on the plane. So how I sleep is I lie the table down and then I put a little pillow thing on top of the table and then I kind of lean half on the table and half on my armrest. I'm only tiny so I can kind of like contort myself in a little ball in my in my seat. Like a hamster or a gerbil? Like, yeah, like a, like a little gerbil. So if someone reclines their seat back, it goes onto the table and squishes, squishes me between the table and the chair so i hate when someone reclines their seat so i never do it unless i'm sat in that back row and then i'll recline my seat back well in 2000 this is like flights after dark in 2009 we were premium economy and we're sitting there or thomas cook again because we've never flown virgin until this year premium economy so thomas cook premium economy and we get to talk into a mank family to our right right lovely family can't remember the names but they're just them people who you talk to on a flight so i'm sitting in the we're all sitting in the middle and i'm on the far right and they're on the right and we we literally gabbed the kids our eve was talking to their kids swapping games and all that we had a really nice flight with them yeah Mm. they were we were sitting all in the same seats flying home right are you yeah. still with me on this? Absolutely. Yeah. 2010, we get on our Thomas Cook flight, premium economy, and who's sitting in the seats next to us? No. That same fucking family. What the hell? How? I don't know. That's so weird. It's it's almost as weird as me getting on a flight this year with that Florida guy. That never happened. He is on my flight. 
or I'm on his flight. There's going to be beard hair floating around the cabin all the way to Orlando. Oh well. Why, I man? I see, I see, I spooky. They've got no ginsters pies on here, man. That's what it'll be like. Wow, oh, you'll have such a fun flight. Oh, I can't wait. It's yeah. just because it's premium economy on Virgin. There's only two seats, isn't there? Yeah. Twos and twos and twos. So me, it's me and our Eve all the way. Oh. Yeah. So just us two, and then we're just going to put our headphones on and ignore everyone behind us. <laughs> That's why I do too. Or I buy a little colouring books and I just colour and watch films. I Grace is colouring in. Yeah. You know what? Like, when I say that to people, they're like, what, you colour? You're like 20-something. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But surprisingly, it makes time go really, really quick. I find getting pissed on the plane makes the time go really, really quick. Better both. It's a bit of a problem when you've got to drive at the other end, like, but... Yeah, no, that's not a good time. Now, me and Stuart in um, ooh, Halloween Horror Nights 25, I got wasted. American Airlines, who knew to give away free drinks in standard class? Virgin them. Do they? Yeah. Oh, I've flown with Virgin, I can't even remember that. Yeah, because you were too drunk, probably. <laughs> probably. But we we drank in the lounge, the first class lounge. We had about seven bottles of beer before we got on the flight. And then, for whatever reason, I decided red wine was the way to go. Um, no. Oh, yes. No. Yes. So I fell asleep on Stuart then, cradling him in my arms. And we woke up just before we landed in Chicago. And I had my head split open. <sighs> trying to do a transfer in there. Chicago with my head split open, hangover, trying to find drugs. I can't think of anything worse than all of that situation. Oh, I can. <laughs> oh, no, Nicholas. Oh, who's this? <laughs> you say who this? Well, I just thought I'd, uh, I just thought I'd show up. To be honest, <laughs> just for no have you got your, reason. Have you got your underpants on your head. No, not not on a not on a Friday night record. No, why would I? Why oh. be wearing my underpants on my head? Because I was going to say you're in trouble if you're there. Because it's naked Friday. <gasps> oh, would I be in trouble if I was wearing them on my head? Surely that's what I'm supposed to do. No, they're still on you then, aren't they? Yeah, I suppose. Fair enough. We've we've put the word to right, to right Nicholas. I'm full of whiskey. <laughs> Yeah, I had a rant about Halloween Horror Nights, but now I feel really, really bad, so now I feel like I need to say sorry to Halloween Horror Nights. Well, it, it, like, unless I've missed something the last day, have they still not announced anything? No, the countdown hit zero, and then we didn't get an announcement. But to be fair to them, they, they never said that there was going to be an announcement. We all just assumed that there was going to be. So now I feel really, really bad for, like, how mean I was. But... And I mean, obviously, I don't want to tread on ground that I've not listened to yet because I'll listen to the rest of the podcast at a later date. But, I mean, it's unprecedented, isn't it? We're, we're a month away, less than a month away from Halloween Horror Nights open. No, sorry. Just over a month away before Halloween Horror Nights. And we still haven't got a finalised line-up. 
that is unprecedented, surely. I mean, in the like we we spoke about it before, but in the past we did used to just get kind of one big announcement around about a month before or a couple of weeks before. Yeah. So we have been spoiled over the last few years, but we're used to that now. Can they just take that away? <laughs> well, I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale at the moment, and they've been they've seemed to have taken a lot of women's rights away overnight. So maybe, mm. maybe. I I think Nick I think we're getting played and I think we are part of our own horror film at the moment. We're creating our own suspense in real life. What you mean, you and Amanda? Because obviously I have no interest in Halloween horror nights. Not going out there. Why would you even give a flying fig about Halloween horror nights? That's what I mean. I mean, you know, if I was going to see it myself, then I would be. But as I'm not then you're right, I don't really care too much. But I do care about my friends. Oh, he's so kind. You love us. Oh, no, no, sorry, what I meant was my friends aren't going either, but I know you two are. Oh, such a hater. (laughs) He hates us just like Chris Ripley hates us. Of course I'm I'm joking. I consider everybody who um, does a podcast that I'm involved with... um, as a friend, because otherwise I don't think I could do it. And that includes you, Orange Ed. Orange Ed, the yeah. tangerine face. <laughs> I think Chris Ripley has signed an exclusivity deal with Logan Seculo on Scare Zone. Ah, as to why he's not on this podcast. Yes, yes. So Chris Ripley... Me and Amanda are going to come down to your posh end, to your castle that you live in because you're a James Bond spy, and we're just going to sit outside and look through your windows menacingly. You should just ask me to do it. I'm only about 30 miles away. Well, you can come as well, the three of us. Yeah. You'll be washing the dishes, and you'll just see three people. (laughs) Like in It Follows, basically. We'll all be naked, just staring at him. That's the only it... horror film that Craig's seen, clearly. Oh. <laughs> I, will, I will say, though, Amanda, because I haven't seen it either, but despite Craig's recommendation, I mean, let's be honest, he also likes Batman vs Superman. But um, I saw, I've seen a couple of links to various uh, like movie-based or celebrity-based websites where they reckon that It Follows is an uh, underrated gem which has hit Netflix and no one knows about it and everyone should watch it on Netflix. So I've seen a few people say that it's such a good film and then I was like, have we watched the same film? But it could happen in real life, Amanda. No, we couldn't. I could come and stand outside your house any time. I don't have to kill you. I just stand there. Yeah, but how am I going to get this, this magical curse that couldn't exist? I'll just go like... And do the case on you. <laughs> what the hell? Anyway, I've got, what I have got to say is this: um, Moaf um, has listened for the first time in quite a while. Has listened to some recent episodes of Disaster Dark, which, oh, is, which is I know oh. because the thing is, like, although I don't, I don't slag her off, thankfully, um, but also because I know she doesn't listen, it means that I can kind of get away with saying whatever I want. Um, but now I know that she might listen, and she has listened, so now I've got to be careful. But what she did say is this, and this applies to this podcast and any podcast I'm involved in. Basically, I talk too much, and no one else talks enough. And 
Um, I'm not sure if she's encouraging other people to talk over me or is just putting a plea out there to the two of you, to P-Dubs, to Dolan, to Ripples when he's available to do our podcast, um, to, to talk more and make me talk less. Um, so I'm saying that publicly. Uh, what if we sell a tape your mouth? You or can, we just shoot, yeah. You can do that. Or you can do <laughs> what you did tonight, just ask me to record a podcast and I'll shut up for an hour. <laughs> Seems to work out right this one. You've been just sitting there in silence, just listening to <laughs> us all. I, well, I did, I did point out that occasionally on the podcast, and this is very true, I will stop talking and nothing will happen. There will just be silence until I say something else. Or I'll make a joke about the fact that no one is talking. So therefore, um, this is a plea from her to everybody else. Talk more so Nick can talk less. Because she is enough of my voice as it is. Um, that could be a hashtag. What? Talk less so Nick can talk more. Shit, no, that's wrong. <laughs> Stop that's, Nick that's talking. A, that's a bloody no. long oh. hashtag as well, by the way. Yeah. Talk more so Nick but can talk less. What oh, do shit, you think, Amanda, uh, of Everybody's Got One, the rebranding of Pop After Dark? I love it. So you, you know the significance. Everybody's got one, an opinion, an ego. Everybody's got one, an ego, and an arsehole. Mm-hmm. That's why we got Leon. You, you also like Batman versus Superman, so... <laughs> Oh, fucking I, I hell, it's one of the top three films ever. It's really, it really shouldn't be. And absolutely publicly, I will say this, because I, I don't really think I want to darken the, the first episode of Ego with this. After recording the last Ego podcast, also the last Pop After Dark, I did watch Batman vs Superman. I watched it over two nights. I didn't watch it all in one sitting. Um, I upset Lee because I hated it more than I had originally. Um I didn't do it to wind him up. The film absolutely annoyed the shit out of me. And I thought it was almost entirely terrible other than about 10 minutes worth of footage. I think it's a terrible, terrible film. Um, and that's it. And the, the good thing is, is that just like egos and just like souls, we've all got a different one. I don't know, you know. <laughs> I've seen your arsehole, Nick, and it's pretty similar to mine. <laughs> well, wow. it's the same size-ish at the moment. That can change. Anyway, I've interrupted this show, so I'm now going to shut up well, and let you carry on. I feel on. like on that note, <laughs> I wasn't going to say goodbye. Imagine if that little weird fella on Twitter could play his flute with his arsehole. Oh, now that I would pay to see. Who? All right. Bye, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode where we're going to have all Luke joining us for an interview all about his history with Universal, Halloween Horror Nights, and his thoughts on Volcano Bay. And we'll have another Disaster Dark next week, too. Bye. Ta da. Uh, I'm Mary Poppin, Joel. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to support Disaster Dark and the other After Dark Network podcasts, please visit our website at www.patreon.com 
pause slash Diz After Dark. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Diz After Dark. Thank you. Podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.